What's the state of cybersecurity? And what's new in careers in cybersecurity? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking about this topic today with Charles Palmer, the Director of the Institute for Advanced Security, as well as the Chief Technologist of Cybersecurity and Privacy with IBM Research. Charles, thanks so much for joining me. Hey, it's a great trick to be here, man. Enjoy it. Just to get us started, Charles, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself and your work with IBM, please? Well, having been with IBM, uh, uh, gosh, a long time now, my wife and I both do cybersecurity research and have been for quite some time. I guess in the early days, the first uh, interesting thing I did uh, around security was uh, starting ethical hacking for IBM back in the mid-90s. And since then, I moved on to more uh, broader issues around cybersecurity and um, usability issues and so on like that. It's uh, It's been a fascinating trip so far. Well, it's a long trip for you, and it's something you've been talking about for a long time. But what we've seen in the past year is the president has made cybersecurity a national initiative now. In your opinion, what's the state of cybersecurity in the U.S.? Great question. Uh, I was certainly, like everyone else in the industry, uh, tickled to hear our president spend as much time as he did last May talking about this stuff. And a lot of things are going on, and uh, clearly... The focus is still there, and uh, we're all uh, eagerly awaiting uh, the next steps. I've already met with Howard a couple of times, and uh, I think we've got the right man in the job there, and I think things are, are definitely headed in the right direction. What's the state of cybersecurity in the U.S.? Well, you know, I don't want to sound alarmist, but uh, some of it's pretty doggone good, and some of it's uh, less so. Um, the thing that I think gets me the most, and it goes to the the Institute's definition of cybersecurity, is as everything in the planet gets more uh, connected, uh, more sensors and more intelligent, everything is getting well smarter. Uh, some of these things have never been connected to anything before, whether it's transportation systems, water systems, uh, uh, power and oil and gas and, and pipelines and so on. All these things as they get connected to be more efficient, they have to also be focusing on being more secure because now they're facing risks that they've never had before. Um, to me, that's what cybersecurity is all about. It's about scope. Uh, IT security is always important. It will continue to be important. It is a part of cybersecurity. But the impact of a website going down or a financial system uh, taking an unexpected break uh, is very different as far as scope of impact uh, than a power problem or transportation problem, water treatment problem, and so on. So to me, it's it's an issue of scope. And as far as the state of cybersecurity, if that's my definition of cybersecurity, I'm a little concerned while industries are making great strides to improve their cybersecurity, uh, there's a lot to be done, and we need to do it pretty soon. Well, a two-part question for you: When you look at this connectivity you talked about, where do you see that we are best protected? Well, of course, if I stand up and say Industry X is uh, very well protected, I'm painting a target on them, and so we we should be careful when we ask, uh, you know. Who's doing good? Uh, generally speaking, I think um, uh, you know financial services companies uh, and organizations are doing pretty well as far as protecting themselves because they sort of invented 
the whole idea of security. They've been at it a long time. Certain industries uh, outside of those have done pretty well, like the chemical industry has done very well, and oil and gas and others are, are working really hard at it. Uh, a lot of the smarter industries, though, the, the real physical world stuff, they are having to struggle with the balance between the physical demands, whether it's keeping the wires off the ground in the power distribution business or making sure that uh, you can fix a water distribution system when it physically breaks, balancing that with the, uh, the, the move towards uh, better connectivity is a big challenge <clears throat> and, and one where uh, they're really having to, to figure out what's the right balance. So financial services are doing pretty good. Chemical is, uh, is okay. Uh, others really do need to uh, you know, keep, keep firing away. Well, here's the other part of the, the paint the target question. <laughs> where do you see mm-hmm. that we are least protected? <clears throat> Well, again, that's that's a very scary uh, question. Um, I mean, if you look, a lot of people immediately point at power, for example, and say, oh, gosh, terrible things could happen. Well, that's true. Uh, maybe they could, but the truth is also that a well-placed squirrel can wreak almost as much havoc as a, a cyber attack on a power grid. So I would say that, in general, we're least protected when it comes to people because the ultimate critical infrastructure are people. They make the decision whether to do something securely or not, regardless of what business they're in. And so to me, the biggest scary exposure is in security usability, security awareness, and and just trying to, well, the way I described it yesterday at a conference was the geek to normal ratio is plummeting, particularly in security, and we have to do something about that. If you go out to hire you know, 100 or more security professionals, uh, unless you can print money, you probably are going to have a hard time filling those positions. There's not enough of them, and the ones that are out there are going to the highest bidder. And unfortunately, we need a lot more. So to me, the, the place where we're the least protected is the people critical infrastructure. Well, it's an interesting segue because I want to ask you about careers in cybersecurity. Um, certainly with the president's initiative, there are a lot more jobs open now. And as you say, it's hard to, to fill those positions. What do you see as the critical skills that are necessary for an information security professional that wants to pursue a career in cybersecurity? Well, it may sound like a uh, pat answer, but curiosity is probably the best thing. Yeah, when I was doing ethical hacking, everybody and their brother wanted to work with me. Not because I'm that interesting, but because the topic is just so sexy. And the problem there is, and it's just it's broad across security. The problem there is that anybody can be a hacker. It, I mean, granted, some of the hackers in the world are really skilled people, but pretty much anybody can break stuff or try to cause trouble or try to do something and not be caught. It's a much tougher challenge to be the, on the, the, not on the dark side, to be on the good side of the force and try to make sure that you can, you can think about what the bad guy might be able to do and think around the corner to what he might be able to do next. So creativity and, and, and problem solving, people who like puzzles, bridge players, musicians, believe it or not, are some of the best computer security people because of the pattern recognition and the skills that they've developed over the years. A lot of people run away from computer science because of the math. 
Well, some parts of computer science, math is a very important topic. Um, in others, like security, it's less so until you start getting into you know, big analysis systems and stuff like that. In general, a, a clear understanding of networking, uh, how stuff works together. Uh, my students at Dartmouth have to have a background in operating systems. Again, I don't ask them to have built one. I ask them to understand what they do. So basic understanding of, of um, computer science, clear understandings of operating systems, their capabilities, and networking. And now increasingly, people are worrying about application-level security because while a lot of the operating system problems might still be there, the bad guys are moving up the stack and beginning to exploit problems in the, uh, in the applications. And so uh, a general curiosity about how things work and how they might not if you're good at breaking stuff, that's always useful. But those basic areas of you know operating systems, networking, and uh, general curiosity are pretty much the best things I look for. Well, a follow-up question to that. It sounds like there really are broad opportunities. Why, then, is it such a challenge to find people to fill these roles? Well, there's a couple of factors going on here. Uh, people started running away from computer science in general years ago, uh, several years ago, for lots of reasons, uh, fear of the math, for one, um, fear of outsourcing as another, which was sort of a very misplaced fear, I thought, and both of them, really. Um, now, part of the problem is while, while computer science enrollment and uh, studies in you know, related to security are improving, um, there is still a shortage, particularly in the government. And the big challenge there tends to be one of, well, if someone's going to weigh the, the options of working for the government for one salary or working for the private sector for a somewhat higher salary, you know, unless they're really mission-focused, and thank God a lot of people are, but not all of them, they may go back to industry instead. And similarly, uh, government has a lot of issues with retaining people as well. One very encouraging sign is the... Um, the centers around the country that have been uh, designated as security uh, competency centers by the NSA uh, and the, the uh, education for service programs that are around, uh, increasingly those are producing uh, security professionals who can walk into a government job and be productive that day. And uh, that's very reassuring. Those programs are full. Uh, and I'm really glad to see that and encouraging them to, uh, to move further. Charles, let me give you a chance to, uh, to advertise a little bit here. Tell us about the Institute for Advanced Security. What's your mission? Well, the goal there is really all about people. It's not so much how people use systems, but it's the fact that IBM, I mean, I've been there 20, what is it, 25 years now. But IBM has been doing security long, long before it was fashionable. From day zero at IBM, security was important. Maybe not with the typewriters. Who knows? But uh, from the earliest days of uh, the general purpose computing devices, security has been something IBM has cared about, and the customers know that. What we've ended up with over the, you know, now we've got however many hundred thousand employees, there are security professionals around the world at IBM. And somebody said, Charles, you're standing at this institute. Are you going to bring them all into one place? And I said, absolutely not. I don't want a building. I don't want an office. I want people to stay where they are because that's why security at IBM works. Is all those smart security dudes and dudettes are where they belong, in the product divisions, 
in the services organizations. That's where they need to be. So what do we need the institute for? These folks are all over the world. They're scattered. If we want to encourage collaboration, we have to have a way to get to them. And so one of the key aspects of the Institute is not just to talk about all the smart people that we have, but to give them a way to interact with government folks and others who, who have the real problems. Because, you know, the thing is, especially with my research colleagues, if you tell them, go off and write a paper on so-and-so, they'll do that. They'll happily wander off and do it. But if you tell them, talk to this client over here because he's got a really strange problem, they will jump through their hats to get to that one. And they love that. That's why we have such a strong analytics business, and that's why the Security Institute, or the Institute for Advanced Security, is, is, is so popular, both with our podcasts, webinars, white papers. It's all about collaboration. It's all about the public-private collaboration that we've got to move towards. It's all about getting the word out that security is uh, something everybody needs to understand a little better. Charles, where can people learn more about the Institute? Well, that's pretty easy. It's uh, The easiest place is on the web, ibm.com slash federal slash security. And all of our resources there, our upcoming events are there, uh, whether those events are webinars or face-to-face -face conferences. Uh, it's all there, and you can certainly contact the Institute there as well. Uh, on the right-hand side, there's a little button that says essentially email us, and uh, I'll get it. One last question for you. For somebody that wanted to start or even restart a career today in cybersecurity, what advice would you offer to them? Well, there's no shortage of books on the topic. Um, it seems like a few years ago everybody uh, was suddenly a security expert. Uh, I wouldn't bother so much with the, the books that have the word hacker in the title. Uh, while many of them are pretty good, um, you know, they, they also tend to sensationalize things a little much. And, and the majority of the work is not there. Uh, I would look more towards uh, the, the basics. Uh, understanding networking is a great place to start. Not just, uh, you know, one company's networking or another, but the basic concepts of TCPIP and communications in general. That's a great place to start. And then start looking at languages. You know, how do you build systems, whether it's an operating system or an application? How would you think about building them securely? And so books on security engineering or security designed in uh, would be a very good uh, idea there. In fact, that you just gave me an idea. I think we need to put on the Institute website a bibliography of here's some books you might look at. I think that's a really good idea. Thank you. Sure. Well, Charles, thank you for your time and your insight today. It's been excellent, and I wish you well in, in your role with the Institute. Great. Thank you for the opportunity. We've been talking with Dr. Charles Palmer, the director of the Institute for Advanced Security and the chief, te chief technologist of cybersecurity and privacy for IBM Research. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.